Give me five minutes. The podcast with Scars and Elijah. You are in an open conversation zone. There is no tapping out once you've tapped in. Eli examinations, hood stories, nightmares for critics. And if you're that passionate, we'll bring you on and you can have five minutes. You see, and the reason that you even said that, you know that me, whatever, I've, I've gone through a lot worse. Because what I would do now is I would pick up the phone and I will call someone. Someone I can trust, like, I'll definitely call you mm. and be like, look, bro, like, man's going through a madness right now. Mm. This is what's going on. Mm. But I, I still had that. You see, like, I never spoke to anyone about it. So just, like, what I'm talking about with the men's health is that, yeah, I was, I was that age, I was going through something, but I was just like, like, my whole ideology was just like, man, I can't talk to Scars about this. Welcome. The GM5M podcast is a platform where we have real and honest conversations about almost anything. No topic is off limits. The unique selling point of our show is at any point anyone can say, give me five minutes. Once that is said, the five minute timer starts and the person has five minutes to say whatever they want uninterrupted. Once the five minutes are done, the podcast is back to an open conversation. Each person can only say this once per episode. And now let's get on with the show. You, you, the UFC. What the... Yeah, yeah, the MMA fighting yeah. organization. One guy, one, but he was talking about mental health in males because <clears throat> a couple of people around him have committed suicide. What UFC fighters? No, it's a UFC fighter. Mm. His name is yeah Paddy Pimlet, but he was he won his match and he was just like, look, his message was because some of his family and friends had committed suicide recently. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about men's mental health. I know it's a topic that a lot of people talk about, stuff like that, but it's something that I forget as well, even as a man, you know, that, like, of course, we go through stuff as well, but just the perception and the persona and the society or the pressure or the culture to not talk about it as much and to live through whatever said pain. But then on the negative side, the ultimate thing is suicide and obviously the male suicide rates are high globally at the minute. Mm. Real, real, real high. Yeah, man, I don't mind. I feel like obviously that's what that's what I'm referring to. Like, kind of obviously we just don't speak about it in depth in it, but definitely I feel like we was championing that in it. But that that's just me. But it doesn't mean we can't talk about it in context. Is if it's specific as that. Yeah, because like obviously, like it's a topic that, like, like I said, even uh, as a man myself, like you kind of just forget that. Okay, you know what? Yeah, like there could be something. You know, like man could be going through something. You know. Mm. Whereas, like, say, like women are more traditionally like, oh, come together, talk about it, cry about it. You know what I mean? Have a bit more of a, like group get together type of thing you know cry on your best friend's shoulder type of thing like guys we don't tend to do that as much you know i see it happening a bit more but you know i think we spoke about that a time ago like it's just like when when was the last time i've seen you cry when when was the last time that you see me cry not to say that like but things have happened in our lives both of us Mm. you know well, I'm not saying that crying has to be the default, but mm. even upset to a certain degree or really sad or really down, like 
How common is that amongst men? No, of course it's not common. It's not. It's not. It's not common at all. It's not even. It's not the norm. You know, I think it's it's for me. Me like the way I see it. Men, men's men men's mental health or you know the the mind of of men of today. Yeah, it's very. It's highly unstable. Like what the world tells you with very, very inverted commas as a man is, it's confusing, you know? So not only do men, in my opinion, they got lots of different kinds of pressures. And I think like a man's mental state is just, you know, it's not considered like historically anyways. Do you know what I mean? Historically, because men are brutal, men are like quote unquote savages, like a man will kill, a man will will, will, will will snake somebody, a man will, you know, I think all of those things, they, they're just factored in as a person you just wouldn't care about. And it's the same thing, like if you look at certain animals, we probably will treat them different depending on our quote unquote emotional attachment to them. So like, uh, you probably, you're not considering a snake and when you cut a snake, ah, uh, is it feeling pain and all this other crap? Because you're thinking it's a snake. Like, it's generally, you know, it just walks around and eats people. It's out for survival. It's very, very alone, some kind of animal. Whereas, I don't know, <laughs> maybe it's like a, if it's like a, a, a cat or whatever, other types of animals, you just treat them differently. But that's because of, in my opinion, how they, just how they're perceived. So men are just very, very emotionless and, yeah, not, not it's not it's just not seen in that way. Yeah, no, like I mean, would you say it's changing more now? Like though, even though like that's it's kind of the message, but is it more like a pushback or? Yeah, no, of course it's changing. Even in fact, remember I said I sent you that video. I don't know if you watched it. Which one? Though? Is is in the group? Um, what's it called? It's called um. Uh, why black black, black men being objectified? But it's by a guy called FD Signifier, but he's like a, I don't know, like a, he just does a lot of heavy video essays. That's literally what he calls these videos. They're video essays. Yeah. They're like, explain now, it like, to, to anyone. He, he, he okay, so he'll just take a topic. So for instance, um, does, I never knew of this word. He's, he, he made up, he, he introduced this word called the edge lord. Edgelord, okay. Yeah, so and fair. it's like a thing. All these things exist in the internet. So Edgelord is supposedly like a a white male who kind of grew up in the suburbs and, you know, has this kind of uh, position in life where they feel like, you know, life is not worth living. You know, everyone should die. And it's kind of like they're on this apocalypse kind of energy these are the kinds of people that would uh you know sacrifice themselves as martyrs for like you know uh, their country they're very patriotic they play a lot of games online they they talk with they some sometimes have left-wing nationalist views but they're not national nationalists and he basically explained how the these correlations of these edgelord are basically in correlations with the shootings so he even said when he made the video, the, the video he did initially, he even had to pause in the video and say, this week the shootings happened. 
Mm. And like, it's, it's just mad that the, there's a correlation there. So he's just one of these people. And then he had a video that was talking about black men being objectified. And again, he goes really in depth talking about obviously where it came from, you know, why it's perceived this way. And, you know, not this position. What's the position of, of black, how black men are being fetishized now? And the, and the reason why we keep on being fetishized. And even he made a bold statement to even claim that, you know, as much as he loves hip hop, he goes, hip hop really changed black um, masculinity and fetishization. It basically embraced everything that was negative. So yeah, that's, that's, that's like another reason you might find like, people like see a black, black men, like we've got a real big issue about even in our in our in our body language or whatever, like we are we are overtly more generally masculine. Maybe like in just how we are, or maybe how the world perceives it, because maybe more muscular, or we're we sometimes uh, we're bigger in size or whatever we want to say. Not like penis. I just mean like even physically or like strength or whatever you want to call it. And because of obviously with slavery and different things, that whole butt breaking kind of uh, comparison. So butt breaking, for anyone that doesn't know, is like a, a thing that comes from slavery times where a slave master will take like the biggest, the strongest male stud or male, sorry, male slave and the break buck. him. Yeah, yeah, the buck. The buck, yeah, and break him. Whether that's sexual, whether that's, you know, physically. They would rape him like in front of his family and stuff like that. In front yeah. of his wife, in front of his children. And, and not only that, sometimes they might just... I think there's a whole thing where I'll put, tie him up um, to a horse and basically let the horse like yeah. drag him around till he's just about dead. Like the idea is to totally break break the person. So to the uh, slave community or everyone watching, they're not going to do nothing. Because when you're seeing the strongest person in your community literally be, be brutalized in front of your face... That yeah. that does things for for the mind psychologically. Yeah, big in the Caribbean, Jamaica. I think that's yeah. where they they were like, oh, like slave. Uh, so if slave masters in like South America and in the Americas, like it was known that okay, if you had like a buck, which is what they would call him, the big strong black slave, mm. and he was a bit out of line, like he wasn't listening as much, they would purposely send him to Jamaica. That's where they would send him so that they could be buck broken. Yeah. And the thing is, and supposedly, that's like the the synergy between, you know, why, you know, the, there are a lot of like Jamaicans who, who generally, they don't really, they're not embracing homosexuality in, in that way. And because I was, again, even in this video, there's a guy who, who, I think he's Jamaican, I'm not sure, but he's a sex worker, he's a black guy. And he's basically explaining how, yeah, when he went to Jamaica to do sex work, mm. <laughs> that he goes, they've got an issue with dominance. Like when it's anyone sexual, it's like uh, this, the, when a man's being sexual, he he he's not coming, he's not getting on his knees, he's not he's not doing anything that makes him be subservient. Like, and he thinks that's still like part of that culture of like, nah, like you know the whole butt breaking and mm. you know emasculating a man you know, sexually or whatever, like, mm. was it committing a sodomy? Is, it, is that it is? Wait, it's just raping it? <sighs> yeah. But um, basically, I, I bring that up to say that 
he 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 kind of obviously he had a whole heap of different things. He was bringing up even the baby to say how the baby he believes is the new age thug, like he's the new age black fetish fetish fetishization. How so? Because he basically lives every stereotype for that. Like he's a black man. He's you know strapping, good looking, whatever you want to call it. He dresses, you know, kind of reminiscent of the 90s, this kind of, you know, whatever they call, you know, that old school thug dressing. I don't know if they want to say like with the, you know. Um, well, like with the, uh, with yeah, the no, the New era hats, you know, throwbacks, like big chains, like, you know, he's got the Timberlands, like da 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 Like that's the energy that the baby kind of does sometimes, isn't it? Like okay. obviously he can do whatever. And then he was saying how, Everything that you see about him is, yeah, he's violent. Like he goes, one of the first videos that blew up is him being confronted by a group of like 25 men. They want to, they want to like, like fight him or whatever. He's, he's smoking weed. He's just like chilling. He's like, yeah, bun you lot. Then obviously we know he's, he's, uh, you know, legally killed two people or whatever. Yeah, I know, he's, I know, I know. That's how I first heard of him, that he killed someone in a Walmart, but yeah. like, he wasn't charged. Yeah, he wasn't charged. Like, and until this day, no one actually knows what happened. Yeah. And then he, he was just making this thing about like saying how a lot of uh, women want to, you know, they, they, they're generally just obviously turn on. They're just more on a fetish about him. Like, ah. Oh, it's um, you know, oh, he, the baby, he's sexy, he's this is that, and he believes that they're f- um, he's got fans that are not really like black. He thinks these fans are like white kids, um, queer men, and I don't know. He just defined it in a way to say that he's this epitome of this new age black thug, and like this is the guy that are oh, you know the Stacy's dad doesn't want to bring home kind of thing but he he makes the further point to say that he believes that black masculinity specifically obviously or like black bodies or black men even he does believe that basically we the times are changing and people like kanye um andre 3000 they've kind of changed the landscape for how you know men are being perceived and that generally you might feel as as a black guy that maybe there's not enough room to to be i don't know quote unquote like a man but basically there is it might not look like it but there's way more space than it was before like even i'm seeing like i was watching this afrobeats documentary as as we was even talking about and yeah big up the the Netflix show. Yeah, that's... Afrobeats. Yeah, really, really enjoying that. Yeah, like, I'm like probably two thirds of the way through it. It is a marathon, but it really breaks down from like the history of Afrobeats, really. Like, it's, yeah, it's a real man. thorough job. Like it, yeah. like, it couldn't be done in, in one hour. I forget how to say the gentleman's name, but I think it's Ayoshin or something. But R- R70, Mr. R70, he definitely put in the work, man. I really respect what he did. But, um, you know, I'm making the point to say... Half of the new new school artists from Nigeria that are male, they're all doing this painting their fingernail stuff, you know? They, you know, and I've looked it up to see what it's about. It's like supposedly some artistry thing to support, I don't know, like a certain type of genre of music. You're like a true artist when you paint your nails. But I believe, I bet, I bet there's a different agenda 
it does it just goes to show that yeah the the idea is changing what kind of it means to you know be masculine or be a man you know so uh, there is a change there's obviously some sort of difference like 20 years ago i don't i wouldn't see i wouldn't think kids in nigeria would be paint uh, boys or males in nigeria would paint their nails but they are now in it so mm. yeah it's it's a different day 158% but obviously most of the world still haven't come to understand like we all it's 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 still new ground it's still new ground for women. It's still new ground for... GM5M. Give me five minutes with my guys, Eli and Scars. I am back. It's your girl, Asia J, and I'm ready for this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 100%. 100%. I feel like... Um, how would you say, like, you would have... Well, look, let me speak for myself, right? So, I remember, like, I'm in my early 30s now, but... When I was in my mid-20s, like I'll say 25, 26, it wasn't until I got into my late 20s that I actually had to look back and take a step back and be like, you know what? Like I was actually um, depressed during my mid-20s, especially 25, 26. So when I was 26, um, I, um, I, w- I, w- I was in some debts and I was like, you know what, yeah? I spent the whole year. I my work where where I worked, it was literally no a ten minute walk from from my house. A ten minute walk from from my house, and I didn't even need to, I didn't need to go on any main roads or anything like that. I didn't have to take no bus, no nothing. It was a ten minute straight walk from door to door, and for the whole year, I never left. I, I didn't go anywhere for the whole year. You may remember that year. I don't know if you remember it or I, I, I like I didn't really speak to many people. I did not leave the house. I didn't go out anywhere. So do you remember that or, or do you remember me telling you that? Yeah, yeah, I remember. You was, was ghosting. <laughs> and I didn't I didn't get a haircut. That was the main thing. The main thing is I did not get a haircut. And I, I never went to the barbers for a whole year. No, I didn't know that. Okay, so I didn't go to the barbers. Well, you didn't see me. So, <laughs> so you didn't see me. So you didn't. So you, so you, you know, there's only one person that saw me. You know, one of my old friends back then, I'm not friends with him now, but he came through because he was just like, no, no, Eli, I need to see you. And I'll, I'll never forget, like this was nine months into the year. So this is around September. So I think I've not cut my hair from January to uh, this to September. Not a trim, not a shape up, nothing. And then um, I remember, I'll never forget, I opened my front door and he saw me and he was just like, oh my God, Eli, what on earth? Like, I know that you were saying that, you know, like, because I've been telling him, look, I'm not getting a haircut, but I actually don't think he believed me. Like, I don't, I actually think he just came just to make sure, like, I, can say, I know Eli's saying he's not getting a haircut and he's not leaving the house, but I'm not with Eli all the time. So, I mean, he could just be essing. What did your family say? Because if you're not cutting your hair and you're not being kept. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I can't really remember too, too much. Like, but I just, you know who, who I remember the most? It was the, pe- it was the people at work. That's what I remember the most. It wasn't an office job or anything like that. It was a retail job. I will never forget one of the man, especially one of the managers, one next guy. Right, he was on my case. He was like, like he would make sure that no one was around. Everything that he come to me, sir. Oh, Elijah, let me, can I speak to you for a second? I'm like, yeah, what's going on? He's like, look, I'm concerned. The thing about it is, yeah, I didn't know that I was depressed. You see what I'm saying? 
I thought that I was doing a good thing. I was like, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm saving money. I'm doing all this, I'm doing all that, yeah. So he, he was literally coming up to me like, look, Eli, or Elijah, or whatever. Like, I'm, I, I'm concerned. Like, what is going on? Are you okay? So on and so forth. And then I was actually having, I was actually getting angry. Wait, what? How do you know, you, what, why, why, okay, what, what, what was your definition that you're saying you're depressed? Mate, what was going on in my head? I felt down about myself. I didn't feel good about myself. And it's not until I realized after is that, you know, like when you see someone like me, I was a, I'm, I was a, I'm, I'm a very well-kept guy. Trim, shape up, you know what I mean? Nine times out of 10, you'll catch me, you know? Clothes looking nice, whatever, you know? Relatively in shape. I know that's kind of, I know that's kind of gone out the window as I've got older, but it is what it is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> But relatively, like, I do take pride in my appearance to a degree. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not ultra uber, like, you know, like, I'm not, some, I'm not some, someone that's like, look like, oh, like, this this is not, but I can't get there. Okay. But <laughs> it's like, so, it's it, you know, yeah, it's like, so just say, like, if you're working with someone, right? It's just, say, in your workplace, right? Mm. Someone's always, whatever, clean cut, whatever, shoot. But then you start seeing them look a bit raggedy. Like, the shirt's not ironed. You know, the beard's a bit o- overgrown. The hair, the hairline is not cooperating. You like that's actually a telltale sign of somebody actually going through a real episode, you know. Or it could be someone progressively gaining weight randomly. Mm. You just see them. It's like, look, look, this person is every time I'm seeing this person. This person is. Or it could be the other way around. Every time I see this person, this person is losing weight. Well, also because obviously, I feel like this the depression is a very, very. It's it's a it's a like it's a te- it's like a very delicate kind of word, anyways. So yeah, like just as I was explaining, like uh, about earlier on about people having different definitions and it being placed on them. So yeah, maybe by what you're saying, it was depression, but maybe there was a different because I, I heard you can have mild depression, you can have this kind of depression. There's all different, yeah. whatever, mm. because. The other side is this. It's like saying, who's to say, like, it, it, who's to say it was oppression if you, you're you setting your mind up for it, if that makes sense. Meaning, I'm not saying this is what you was doing. I'm just saying, what would be the difference from, yeah, you saved that money, you did all of that. Of course, you wasn't happy because you're not doing the things you want to do, but you know why you're doing, why you're living in this way. Well, it's interesting because, and this is so fascinating because I'm sure a lot of people that are at a certain age, probably mid twenties, thirties, forties, fifties. You know, we got people in our in their sixties listening to the show. It's, oh, what shout out? Yeah, in my mid twenties, it's, it's it's fascinating, isn't it? Like I feel I feel everybody at every like pivotal age in the group they think that it's too late. So in my mid twenties, I'm like, I sit like life life is done. I'm not where I want to be. You know, like look at me, I'm here. This is not what I had in mind. Like, this is like, like, this is done. It's like, life sucks. You know? Mm. It's like, you know, like, uh, I'm uh, like, almost like I'm useless. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a waste of time, bruv. Like, Eli, bruv, like, I fucked up, man. Mm. And that was me in my mid-twenties. I look back on it now. I'm like, bro, you, 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 you had plenty. You know what I mean? And even nowadays, someone could look at it and be like, ah, I could look at myself and be like, oh, look, like, am I actually where I want to be? Am I doing what I wanted to do? This is not what I had in mind when I was 14. You know what I mean? It's not what I had in mind when I was 16. But uh, uh, but I, I already know now that 
my 45 year old self will be looking at this old like will be looking at this self and be like Eli like you had no idea you had plenty of time you see what I'm saying so that's what helps me now with it but back then I didn't have that kind of reference but I felt like I felt like a failure I felt like oh my days I'm not where I want to be you know like but do you, you you feel like you had plenty of time no no not not then I thought that like you mean when you was living in the moment you thought you had a lot of time no I, and I didn't think I had a lot of time like okay. I thought like yeah like this is it like like this is gonna be my lot in life pretty much like there, there isn't much future, there isn't much going on there. Like, like I've already missed, the, like, I've already missed the train, so to speak. For me being, you know, happy, successful, all that kind of stuff. You know, I was broke, not feeling myself. That period was low self-esteem. You know, no, no one was checking for Eli. You know what I mean? It was just, it was just, you know what I mean? Like just, just going through like my clothes, like you know, like there was no tenors or score notes. You know what I mean? And mum was like, hurry up, like, put on your work clothes. And nothing went popping in my wardrobe. Work clothes? <laughs> not, not even school clothes. <laughs> Obviously, I was, old, I was older than they was it for school. But, but, mad. But, yeah. Um, I still, I don't, I don't know. I, 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 the reason why I'm mentioning that is because sometimes... You, you know, maybe you're looking back now and you're saying that. So yeah, but what would you what would you say is different? Because I feel like it was a part. It was an intrinsic part that had to happen. So it wasn't not necessarily so much of um, you know you were depressed, you were down and out. Like that was the the transition that had to happen. It was almost as if like you knew you you needed to separate yourself, or the same way. And for you. Maybe the way you deal with things, because obviously you, I believe you're more of a strong-willed person, isn't it? Like, you, you need to tell yourself that you're doing it for you. The same way, like, it wasn't no big dramatic thing. Not big dramatic thing, but you did. I don't feel like you stepped out like, oh, I'm going to stop eating meat. Like, you just, you know what? I don't need it. Cut it out. Boom. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm just trying to make that distinction from maybe have you dated someone and broke up with them and felt, felt really bad? Oh, sorry, or felt worse than the time for those that were one year when you wasn't speaking with anyone. Wait, say that again. Sorry. Have you have you broke up basically have you had a have you had a heartbreak or a breakup with somebody and you, you had a worse time than that year? Or would you say that year was just one of the worst periods of life? Well what, like when I was with them or no, no, no. Well, Remember, a breakup, breakup. Obviously, a breakup is not good, isn't it? A breakup is a negative thing. You break up with someone, you're mourning them, you're thinking you want to get back, la, 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 The heartbreak it's story, It's interesting you it? said that, because as soon as you said that, my mind straight away just said, you know, you're like, who, who, who actually says that, isn't it? Like, sorry, why does it have to be like that? Cool, but... Like, then, a breakup then, can be a wonderful thing, boy, because, like, you actually cut yourself off from a bad situation. Cool, so so is that what you was thinking? Every time you had a breakup, you're, you're like, happy. No, I wouldn't say I'm happy, but I would I would say to myself, you know what? Like, is I was probably it's probably for the best because like if we're breaking up like this, sure we can try and get back together and do the whole BS like break up, make up, break up, make up. But if we haven't identified the reason why we broke up in the first place, it's always gonna bite it's gonna always gonna rear its head in a situation. It, it just depends on the time period. It may take a year, it may take two months, it may take a day for it to rear its ugly head again. But then, so like it's probably better off. Like we're probably not connected as much. So let's let's kind of go our separate ways. Yeah, kind so, of a thing. So, so yeah. ideally, you're because I'm just trying to make the point to say you are not. That's not negative for you. 
Yeah, like to someone else in their mind, that breakup was probably worse than the time when they know. Ah, oh, you know, when I saved for when I saved for my house and the two years when I was eating baked beans, yeah, gah, 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 they don't even consider that depression when they they felt they had a worse time when they broke up with their ex. Look, okay, so I, I think I get what you're saying. Like, so, so is it like you're saying that, okay, so, so someone could break up with their ex, feel really bad, and say to themselves, you know what, yeah, I was actually depressed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so of course that can happen, innit? I guess everyone's gauge is different, you know? So some people can be in debt and be fine. Yeah. Like, actually, like, just move on their daily life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, some people can owe someone £10 and literally it, it mess up their whole ethos. Exactly. So it just, like, I'm not saying, because there's no, everyone has their own different trigger. So yeah. what may trigger me may not trigger you or so on and so forth. So but that's like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Then, so yeah. for me, I would say at that time, I didn't know it at the time because like I said, like my manager or like one of the managers was coming up to me, like we're talking at least once a week. When it got to about six months, mm -hmm. it was like, it was weekly. Mm -hmm. It was like, no, Elijah, come, like what's going on? And I was, I remember I was getting angry. I was like, why is this guy always talking to me? Like, like what is he on? Like, I'm fine. There ain't, like, there ain't nothing going on. However, what I know now is if I was working with somebody and they were looking the way that I was looking, I would literally go to them and say, I would say the same thing. I'd say, look, bro, or, 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 or like male or female, I'd say, look, like, are you, is everything all right? Mm. Like, because, like, I'm just, I'll, I'll just say it like that. i say, look, I mean, I'm, like, I'm not trying to be inner, but I am, I'm noticing, like, there is something going, like, like, you're looking unkept. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, whichever way that I can say it, you know what I mean, to not get a, like a real negative reaction and stuff like that. But if the person was coming up to me going, oh, Eli, like, what are you on about, man? There's nothing there. I would then, I would actually say to them, you know what, yeah, I've actually been where you are before. And these, and I can tell that telltale sign. And then this is man like Mudge. You're now tuned into the Gimme 5 Minute Podcast, also known as the GM5M. Here with my brother Samuel. You know what it is. You know what time it is. Man like Mudge, out. That's what I'm trying to clarify. Like, let's say in general, of course, like if if somebody is ch if if there's a change in someone's behavior, that's just what we're gonna do. We're going to investigate. Okay, someone comes in every day at nine o'clock for the last year or so. Then, ah, oh, all of a sudden this week, late, 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 late. There's that's a that's a drastic change, mm. ideally. Mm. So you're gonna investigate that. Yeah, mm. they might, no, 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 it's just, uh, you know, the trains is bugged up where I'm living, blah, 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 I'm cool. What what I'm trying to get at is, basically, how do we differentiate? What to say is, you know, going through a, a difficult time, yeah, which is maybe not depression, where it's just not, it's just a difficult time, it's a, it's a difficult moment, than the time where maybe you're, 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 um, you're active in your brain thinking, you know what, no, 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 I'm actually upset. Basically, me saying, what was the worst time in your life? Let's say if you if if before this conversation, if you if someone had said to me, "Oh yeah, what, what would I just tell you?" You know, it was a really bad time. I might not say that year because I'm thinking, "Nah, I've heard worse." Like, like you know I mean, there's been other moments, and not to say those other times aren't depression. I'm just saying, what in my just, life or in so no, no, just just just, just in yours, in yours. Mm. Like, I'm just making that point to say. Was this depression and this depression? Because there's, there's, I'm surely there's other times. Of course, I've, I've heard, I've heard worse. Like from you. The thing is, though, like yeah, I would say that even though someone is depressed, 
it doesn't it doesn't mean that they can't progress out of that. So it's not like oh I was depressed and because of that my whole life flopped and it went it went tumbling down. I would I can still say and I do say even though I was depressed during that time, they like it ended up big be, be, being a silver lining at the end of it. There was light at the end of the tunnel. And yes, I had to go through that in order to get to where I was. And like I said, like my late 20s, early 30s, so on and so forth. You know, I got back to what I would say, I got back and even advanced like my whole mindset. Mm. But that period was a very testing period. Just like what you want to say, like you want to use the um, example of a breakup. Sometimes it's necessary for mm. that breakup. Like that, if it wasn't for that breakup, like someone's life... You know, it, that completely shaped and made their life for the better. No, fully. But they learned so much from it that they're like, okay, that was a really good learning curve. When I was going through it, it was hell. Mm. But there is a silver lining, but I did not know the silver lining when I was in it. I didn't actually see an end when I was in it. But, so it's not like, so I feel like even though the end results have been good, but I, w- I would still say I was depressed, yes. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I definitely, like, obviously, you can't take away, like, if especially if that's what you are defining it as, then that's what it is. I see it, like, there's just many moments in life where, even now, as an adult, and I think about, wow, what is depression? Yeah, sometimes I'm thinking, wow, then, wow, there must have been so many moments. Like, that's depression, that's this, that's this. It's almost a separate, obviously, I know we're talking about men's health, but it's a separate thing to almost, like, defining it as, like, kind of, like, when someone says, oh, I was living in poverty. Mm. It's like saying, what, what, what's, obviously maybe it's a perception of what poverty is. Like how broke was you? Like, okay, the difference from you didn't have heating when you wanted to, but you always had food. Or these people, they got food in abundance, but you know, they're just, the, the mom, no one works in the family. Like, there's actually no cycle. There's no cycle of progression. Like it depends. Like so, say for example, like like, and this is gonna tie into what you were saying about levels of degrees and perception and everyone being different. So mm-hmm. I was watching something yesterday. I forgot what it was I was watching, but regardless, it was talking about how the cost of living is increasing now and so so forth. I think it was the humble penny actually. Okay. Shout out Ken and uh, Mary. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I think someone on their channel was saying about how like their life has become so hard. It's become so difficult. Like she's a chef, and she know she can no longer sh- shop in Sainsbury's no more. She's shopping in Audi, and that is complete. That has really upset her. Like that, that's that's really like her. Like that's really taking a toll on her. Mm. The fact that she that she's now shopping in Audi. Now someone can listen to that and be like, I mean, like like what you said. I've heard worse. Mm. But for her being a chef and cooking with the ingredients and. Uh, whatever it is like I, I'm spending this much money on my food I'm eating so on and so forth I'm not trying to say that because I don't want it to get it into the realm of like but there are levels of depression I'm not saying that she's depressed but that's a tough time for her yeah you see but, like, that, that's a tough time for her she's walking into the Audi supermarket mm. and wherever her mood's like she ain't walking in there with a smile on her face yeah for sure but then it's, that, I think that's, that's what I'm even trying to highlight I, I don't actually have in my head like oh like What's the definition? It's just me. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking to myself, like, the moments in my life where I was struggling or, like, I was trying to do something, yo, some of my symptoms was, yes, I was isolated. I didn't want to be around people. Mm. 
you know, I didn't necessarily want to, you know, engage in things or whatever, but it, I, I set myself up for it. I, I told myself I'm going in this mode to get to this other place. But hey, if, if that's depression, then cool. That's where it is. Whether it's a small, a, a mild form or extreme form, whatever, that's where it is. But I think that's where I'm trying to get in because I feel like this, this day and age with, with definitions, very, very gentle, very delicate. Someone will now say, oh, similar, similar to abuse. Oh, it's abuse. I'm, mm. I'm going through this, you know. I'm yeah. depressed. And cool, you can't, you can't, if someone tells me they're depressed or whatever. Yeah, of course. Whether or not they're even coming out of it or not, it's, yeah. you have to take it as what they're saying, isn't it? Of course, yeah. But then we, we have moments, not saying yours or whatever, we just have moments where people take the, I, I just feel the context is wrong. If there's a difference of where you're struggling, you're actually going through something, but this is, you're, you're mourning, you're mourning someone's death. I'm not saying, oh, that is depression and this one isn't. It's just saying, we, we, we got to understand certain differences. Certain things in life are going to happen. Certain things in life are going to put you in this position where you will feel like you have to kind of buckle down and you got to change a bit of who you are. You got to, you got to give, you got to give up a bit of who you are to, to achieve the bigger goal. Mm. So, in a way, I know what I'm saying is just it's just vice versa. Like it's, it's none of the other, but that's maybe it's just the 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 way the perspective that I'm coming from. Half empty, rather or than half full. Yeah, do you yeah. get what I'm saying? Because I just feel even on a deeper one to even go further. Maybe it's the whole black thing of like no, not 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 owning up to to that depression. Like when you're actually really sad and upset. Of course, like that always comes. So I don't even know if I'm wrong yeah, with what yeah, I'm saying, innit? But that that is always a dynamic that will always come into it because like, like even the exi everyday existence is 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 can be challenging enough. Mm. So I think like you'll see, and the reason that you even said that you know that me, whether I've, I've gone through a lot worse, because what I would do now is I would pick up the phone and I will call someone. Mm. Someone I can trust, like I'll definitely call you mm. and be like, "Look, bro, like man's going through a madness right now. Mm. This is what's going on." Mm. But I, I, I still had that. You see, like I never spoke to anyone about it. So it was just like what I'm talking about with the men's health is that, yeah, I was, I was that age. I was going through something, but I was just like, like my whole ideology was just like, man, I can't talk to scars about this. You know what I mean? Like, I can't go through scars about this. Even, and why, even at the time, why? For for a few reasons. Number one, a, a little bit of it is like, like, oh, he's going through his own stuff. You know, I don't want to bog him down with with what I'm going through. Jeez, you know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna like my, like like my man's life is not is not all easy and roses. And then I'm gonna say, yeah, bro, like take take time out for me. That's like, mad. Like, like, <laughs> That's mad, you know. Yeah, like there's there's that as well. Look at that. Like, oh, I, I'm not trying to be the sad boy in the room. Like, everyone's all turning up, everyone's all happy. And, like, I'm just there in the corner. I ain't really feeling it. Like, say, like, oh, that's that's, that's why they want to go anywhere. Say if you're like, oh, yeah, bro, like, we're going to one place. It's a jump off. All right? And then I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. Like, I'll go. You know, let me be around some people. Mm. You know, and then I'm there. You know, and, and the music pop, the music is popping off like and everyone Trust in me. a blue dress, da, 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 da. and I'm just there, and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just in the corner. 
Just <laughs> vibes in holding a one one two water a juice. But just just above like not even no, yeah just holding water like and chewing gum. Like what's the point of that? Me being in the corner like that. But I'm just like I don't. I'm not trying to bring down the party. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't want to be an inconvenience. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be inconvenience. That's the biggest. Yeah, that's the biggest yeah. part of it. Like even me, I'll probably say like, because funny enough, obviously we're talking about obviously men's health or whatever. But I literally posted something from shout out to Goodman Factory. Like those are the Hola, man with the bid. Yeah, yeah, the guys, yeah, the guys yeah, I bought the yeah. coming to America. I'm trying to get my ticket like over. Yeah, I'm trying yeah, to get my bid. Yeah, like that. Up. You gotta, gotta go support them. But the bid um, oil. yeah, 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 <laughs> for sure. But he's um he's got his own podcast and he put up something the other day and he was just proper talking to the to like, just him. He was like, you know, these are the telltale signs of uh he's he's obviously talking to Mandem. Those are the words he used. He's like, mm. bro, Mandem, you gotta check up on your boys. Yeah. Just as you're saying, like the first first one he said was the isolation, not coming out no more. Yeah, like and as, as soon as soon as he said that, even me, I'm like, oh my gosh, allow it. This is me. Like <laughs> I, I literally, I've like, anyways. Oh, this is me. The the, the the my my guy knows who he is. I'm not gonna say because we don't need to, you know, whatever. But there's one of them, one of the man them that. This is what he he said. He's been saying this to me for the last four years. Yeah, like, bro, you don't come out. You don't. It's like. Bruv, you don't want to chill with a man them no more. And so I'm like, nah, it's not that. It's just because I'm in a different space in my head. And it's exactly what you're saying, Eli. It's like, I keep thinking, mate, this guy, he's bought his own place. He's done, he's done other things. Why is, why is man gonna, why am I gonna now, like, I haven't got to anywhere I want to be. You have. I can't be in the same place partying. Because it, you're it, like, there's work to be done. Yeah, it's not logical. Do you know what I mean? And that's that's probably the 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 the, the mindset of most men. Like where we have this thing where I remember like for a long time, and I remember females saying this, they're like, why do you guys you guys want to wait till you're complete before you find a wife? But yeah, because logically for a man, that's what we're bringing. Like really and truly, I say it all the time, man, and not to, to not to round it up and to 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 just to tally it up in its totality, yeah, but mate, women can pretty much do everything. They can give life. At this stage in the society, they can earn, do everything the man can do, plus more. So in a relationship, really and truly, the man's role significantly is is more for the other things outside of obviously financial gain, uh, uh, reproduction, and maybe more of a, the, um, you know, the, the areas of life that are just, we, we can't control. Like I was watching a video and don't, I'm, remind me, I know I go off on a tangent, but I'm getting to my point, innit? Yeah. I was watching a video today that was, is these two uh, girls, they were being blindfolded and they had some African guys come and talk to them to see what's the most sexiest accent. Now, obviously one of them is Nigerian, so I'm just hearing it. This is the standard accent I hear all the time. But the way these Where women- Where were the girls from? They're like Amer- black American, uh, African American. One of them was like, there's some sort of spiritual power in the accent. It's like, as soon as they start talking, my body just reacts. I'm like, well, in a good way, bad yeah, way. Yeah, no, good way. Yeah, oh. good way, good way. They're like proper, like turned on. She's like, yeah, marry me now, like blindfolded, like so forth and so forth. Mm. So I say all that to say, like, those are the little things in society that for sure, obviously, another woman is not gonna necessarily do that for for women. Obviously, we know that there's women out there that will say they can. No problem. I'm not talking about you. Mm. I'm talking about heterosexuals who are you know, that chemistry from a man. Those are the things we're going to bring to the table. That man, masculine energy. Yeah? 
as much as I don't want to, you know, say it like that. Shout out to Pound Sterling, get me? But um, what am I saying? That's the masculine energy, like bringing, I feel like a man's role in the family is to is to hold the family. It's to, 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 to ultimately, you kind of always have to have an answer. Now, there's nothing wrong with not knowing the answer, but you got to lead. Do you know what I mean? You might not have the answer. You might not know the, the full-on way, but it means you're going to find the way because there's nowhere else. If the, if the little youngers, are lo- they're looking up. They ain't got nowhere else to look. They're looking up, yeah. not looking down. They're not looking left. And your wife, of course, she can always lead. She can do whatever, but that's what I'm talking about. If wife is leading, <laughs> the kids are looking up to the wife, then fine. For a man, really and truly, what else is there for you to do? Just going to give the kids your advice time to time. Mom's earning the money. Mum's showing us where to go. No, that's why society has to be tick for tack. We 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 need man and woman. You know what I'm saying? Like so, that's that's what I feel like. In a man's mind, he needs to be complete. He needs to feel like you know what? Yeah, I've got my uh, my mind together. I've got my money together. Before he steps out and proper shows you the way, because that's what's gonna happen. He's gonna lead, isn't it? He's gonna say, "Let's go here." But we have to find this. a way. Like say, like if there's like no penny or a pound, like there's no money for. You no, know, like nappies, jeans, trainers or jumpers. Yeah, man. How's he going to take care of his youngers? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Eli's on today, bro. I don't know what they put in them, them, them melon and grapes that you're chopping, bro. bro you put serious, serious rock in there, bro. But, uh, no, like... Shoom. Eli here. On the Give Me Five Minutes podcast. We know you're busy. We know you got things to do. We're gonna cut this conversation right here, but we're gonna resume again next week for another part. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Give me five minutes podcast, and we're out.